Maybe that's a feeling of agitation caused by the presence or imminence of danger. Why do you think people believe in ghosts? Part and parcel the whole genie gig. Phenomenal cosmic powers! Killing 2 has been destroyed. Only one copy remains, and Turkey will stop at nothing to get it. Dave, that's it. Screw you and your college flunkies. I've had enough of this from you and from everyone else. I know what you guys are trying to do. Break me down, drive me out of the force. Well, it's going to take a hell of a lot more than a lame prank like this to get Curtis Mooney to throw in his badge, so fuck you. Over. Did you miss me? Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Inside Movies Galore. I'm your host, uh, one of your hosts, uh, uh, but, uh, but tonight uh, we have two discussions for, uh, for you, one right after the other, and uh, the first is going to be, uh, uh, be, Brandon, why don't you take it away from here? Uh, what are we cooking up for this Thanksgiving? So I figured for Thanksgiving we should uh, go ahead and uh, follow up our discussion on the movie Thanksgiving with its sequel, 
Thanks Killing 3, the 2012 crowdfunded film uh, by director Jordan Downey. It is indeed an interesting classic. And of course, for those of you listening to us uh, fine folks this evening, uh, we will have spoilers. So you have been duly warned. We have with us today uh, David Stregge, of course, and, uh, and Mosley. Uh, so we have some uh, wonderful individuals here with us today, and hopefully uh, Jake will be with us momentarily. I know he's been struggling with it. Uh, that turkey can be quite feisty. So, you know, we do just have to hope he survives. <laughs> I miss you. Okay. Come back to the so, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty simple uh, film. Uh, the basic plot is uh, surrounds just third damn plot master already. <laughs> after the uh, after the unfortunate failure of Thanks Killing Two in space, all of the copies have been destroyed except for one, and that one holds the power to destroying all of mankind if Turkey manages to get hold of it. Fortunately for us, a pure maiden who has lost her mind will help save the world in her quest to restore her sanity. <laughs> That's probably the most uh, genteel that uh, summary you'll get from that film. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, pretty much it in a nutshell. So, uh, so Dave, uh, is this your first time watching the third film? I, I actually no. Um, I kind of watched this like right after the first one, which was uh, a year ago now. I think almost. Yeah, I think it was a year ago because we did it around Thanksgiving last year, didn't we? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, it's been a year, and uh, actually, my um, thoughts of uh, the film have actually somewhat improved. Uh, from my first thoughts of this film, as and that uh, the first uh, the first time around, I actually fell asleep half the way through. So <laughs> I am I, I I am sorry about that. But this time I actually stayed awake, uh, and I was pleasantly surprised with how, uh, with how I found it entertaining. Um, and uh, that's not saying much. Because I actually, <laughs> I, I actually hold uh, hold a candle and some love for the first one, uh, 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 one. So I give them some credit uh, for being imaginative for uh, in this uh, this film. And uh, I guess with the corny um, turkey jokes. <laughs> so, so I mean. Of course, I wouldn't want to beak your response, um, but um, I guess after this uh, after this time fully seeing it, I guess it was okay. <laughs> How about you, Mo? Um, this was my first time watching it for sure, and I actually hadn't seen the original one since back shortly after it was kind of new. I think. Um, I kind of watched it at the time with some friends, a lot of beers, and enjoyed it. You know, it was it was properly like stupid and cheesy and fun, but it, it was nice to have an excuse to go back and watch that again this time, and then watch this because 
it just kind of made it easier for me to see the differences between the first one and how over the top they kind of take it in this one. And um, so, yeah, it was my it, it was my first time watching it, and my first impression of it is very mixed. I'm sure we'll dive into that as we go through here, but it's great and it's ass at the same time, which is. I'm still dealing with it internally, you know? <laughs> well, my first time watching it was not this time around. It was, uh, well, after I saw the first one, I had to get on in on the crowdfunding. I mean, it just had to be. It, I, I love Thanks Killing. Uh, if any of you see the original, uh, review, uh, original thing we did on it, I, I just, uh, I have a love for that particular film it's just uh, entertains me so i had to get in on the on the original i think it was indiegogo for it because i was looking at indiegogo at the time it was well worth it in my opinion as far as uh as far as originally looking into it uh i will admit much like uh, dave i fell asleep the first time i watched it this particular film? Yes, uh, thank you. I fell asleep halfway through. Uh, then I said, I am not falling asleep the next time. It's so, I fell asleep the second time I watched it. <laughs> and, and then I fell asleep the third time watching it. But then the fourth time, it f caught on fire and sank into the swamp. But it the fifth time, it stayed. And, uh, yeah, and that's able to watch it. Turkey that's putting you guys to sleep or whatever. <laughs> it's the curse. It's the curse. So uh, I was able to watch it all the way through, and then this time I watched it. I also kind of fell asleep, so I had to rewatch some portions of it. Uh, so, um, but that seems to be my experience with the movie so far. So it will be interesting for a discussion. To be fair, it does have those sequences with like kind of the psychedelic techno music. Those are super relaxing, you know. I found myself kind of zoning out. And the, 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 the psychedelic uh, techno music was actually part of its ups. So I, I actually kind of like, like I said in the the messenger, uh, our messenger, personal messenger. Uh, they had the budget to pay for the techno music behind it. So I, I guess I have to give it some credit. Well, the music in the first one was spot on too, and I really enjoyed seeing that. Like that was one of the strong points of the first one to me was was that whole like main theme that they did for it, and then it had music in it from a couple different bands and stuff. Oh, yeah. And it all worked perfectly for the movie to give it that feeling that it should have had, you know. And I liked that they made music such a big portion of this sequel because it was one of like the things I really enjoyed about the first one. I gained a whole new appreciation for the first one watching it again for this discussion because it's kind of a schlock masterpiece in a way. I don't oh, they did so much to us so little. They did, and and it just is so self-aware and hilariously fun throughout the entire thing, and I think that some of that was kind of lost on me when I saw it back in the day initially, so. Uh, but yeah, the music is huge strong point to this one, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, as far as the plot is concerned, as we talk about it, uh, I'm, not the, I'm not the kind that whenever I host to do a um, blow by blow, uh, as many of you know, I'm very different in that angle. I was uh, more along the lines of the 
original concept that we had after we had uh, renewed, which was to uh, start uh, looking at it differently. But uh, I did look at the, any like plot points that you felt were rather interesting as we went on. Well, I did think that the uh, uh, the going game, uh, 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 the turning it into a, a game fight, uh, like arcade style, was kind of unique. Later on, <laughs> um, the the fight between Wise Turkey and oh yeah, <laughs> at the very end, yeah. Did you all, did you all uh, like the um, what was it the overall plot of somebody losing their mind. I liked it. There was some parts initially with Yomi that made me want to, like, scoop my fucking eyes out with a spoon, even though I did appreciate the whole, like, they're doing the Fraggle Rock kind of journey thing that they would do. It reminded me of the traveling, was it traveling Dan from Fraggle Rock for some reason? What about that garbage heap? Thing that, that yeah, that was totally like some fraggle shit right there. That, that was to, totally reminded me of the old knowing trash heap. Yes, exactly. Like, Except he had after the Grouch's voice. It, it was fun. I mean, the plot overall was stupid in enough that it was like supposed to be stupid a little bit, you know. But they drew some inspiration from some cool things in there. It's got a bit of like that fantasy sort of epic journey thing going on with the old turkey or whatever. That part was, like, kind of cool when they met him in the fucking swamps or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, what about the concept for Thanksgiving 2? Of course, if you watch Thanksgiving, they originally did tease that, that Seeker would be in space. So they kind of delivered it. I actually kind of sort of liked the teaser better than I liked the movie. So... I have something definitely about specifically and Muff and then the Granny. Like, they all fucking remind me of Guar characters. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on a big Guar kick lately, and it's, so it was impossible for me to not draw the parallel. And even if I wasn't, I think I would have thought that, because they kind of seem like Guar characters, you know? Well, as a Richmond, I've got to have a... I've got to actually have a... Uh, Kind of almost favoritism or hatred of Guar. It has to be one or the other, really. <laughs> well, which, which one do you lean on? Oh, I love Guar. It's just a uh, uh, Guar fascinates me. Uh, uh, though I'm not a native Richmonder, my family comes from the area, so um, I've gotten to see both sides of it, uh, of that kind of coin. But Richmond has just a classic. Uh, when it comes to music scene in Richmond, it really does have one heck of a music scene. Right, uh, and it's musically inclined as the people that made this are and how close some of it is kind of to the stuff Guar did. It's a shame they couldn't have done like a Thanksgiving show with the dudes that did Thanksgiving. Oh, heck and yeah. Have them come on and like do a song with Guar and put someone in the fucking, what is it, the, that, what the hell was the name of that toy or the machine that he had in this? The Pluckmaster. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Fucking awesome. I mean, so did the Pluckmaster have much bearing on the plot, really? <laughs> kind of, sort of, if only to be the, uh, that remainder of dude's past, um, uh, where you know it, it, his family was, was massacred, and there was that little endearing moment where you, you know where they kind of sort of. Um, apologize to each other 
while still insulting each other at the same time. Yeah, I mean, there's a scene in there where this guy is always, like, welcoming the people to heaven until this one guy's like, ah, you? Ah, uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, uh, uh, Jake, um, why don't we oh, hear... welcome. <laughs> yeah? Uh, why don't we hear your thoughts? Uh, what, was this your first time? I believe so. I do not remember if I've been subjected to this before, but I think I, I may have lost it from my memory if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, and uh, what were your thoughts on so far? The fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the best way of looking at it. <laughs> well, it's, it's a very intentional thing, too, by the people that made it. You're either going to just love it, or it's going to be that reaction kind of a thing. Right. <laughs> well, it was obvious much of the badness was very intentional, but probably most of it. <laughs> so a good follow-up question is, have you seen the first one? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that a couple times. I think he was then on the uh, original discussion. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what, what did you enjoy that one more than this one? Uh, enjoy is such a strong word. Uh, <laughs> well, it, um, the first one to. I guess you could say that it almost hangs together as a movie and almost makes sense as a movie. Uh, and it did have a couple moments that I genuinely chuckled at. The part where the turkey is wearing the skin of the poultry and the daughter doesn't even recognize him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, stuff that chick was pretty classic, too. Yeah, yeah, it was a little on the on on point, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I did like the part where the turkey and the police chief were just sitting and shooting the shed. I was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that police chief and his wife ruled. I like how she shit in his fucking coffee, and then she's like, "I want a divorce." <laughs> yeah, this tastes like shit. <laughs> That's because I shit in your coffee. <laughs> I think that was the gist of my. I, I can't remember the discussion very well, but I think that was the gist of my favorite parts were pretty much surrounded around that, that one character. Uh, this one, I don't even know. I don't even know. There were a few parts that I was mildly amused. There were very few parts that disgusted me as much as the worst parts in the first movie. But... Overall, it was just like, the hell are they on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, there was definitely something uh, going on with that, this particular film. Yeah. I think like, our uh, followed that up, didn't we, with uh, what were your thoughts on the overall plot of this? Yeah. Well, well, I don't think that they were exactly getting high during the, uh, this. They were on shrooms, at least. 
I don't know about you, dude, but when I take shrooms, it makes me pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the kind. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit, like, uh, this is typical white mushrooms. They don't do much for me. And the portobellas, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, Jake, uh, what were your favorite parts about the plot? Or what, what parts of the plot really kind of held you to it? Well, again, plot? <laughs> well, oh, I was thinking you were going to say that. Well, I guess it was. I guess it was. It was I mean, Yomi was looking for her mind, and... Turkey was looking to do stupid stuff like he always is. And the the dude with the wig was wanting to open a theme park. You know, I guess there were no plot threads. Would you open... How how do you feel like a Thanksgiving-themed amusement park would do? I like how that worm described it. He's like, we should just go up in space and find some... uh, race and destroy and take their land and open a theme park to celebrate our <laughs> yeah I will, I will admit the idea of a worm with a porn stash was fairly amusing uh, at least for <laughs> does, does anyone think uh, or feel like this worm puppet was any relation to the Dick Puppet in Wolf Cop 2. I'm not familiar <laughs> with that. <laughs> I have not seen it. I'm familiar with the movie, but I have not seen the movie. But I need uh, to it sounds it. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I just wanted to throw that out there first. I think a real life Thanksgiving theme park would just be like those people on those mobility scooters at <laughs> Walmart, and then it would be drunk people everywhere. <laughs> And then lots of people sleeping on benches and underneath trees and shit because they ate too much Thanksgiving crap when they were walking around the park. And people would definitely dip their nacho chips in the gravy river, despite what Jefferson says. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we'll go ahead then and move to characters. Um, Were there any characters that you guys felt uh, were particularly striking in this? Striking or strong? Yeah, so the characters that stuck out to you. I guess the character that stuck out to me was the wise turkey. <laughs> he may not have been there long, but he was definitely a, uh, an influencer. Um, yeah, follow Graffiki. He knows the way. Anyways, um, I know that, uh, that, uh, that there was, was at least one, if not two, Lord of the Rings references. Uh, <laughs> so, um, um, I actually kind of like his Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of a, uh, look on the whole scenario. I kind of like the, the, uh, uh, the way that he referred to the feather, uh, um, uh, which is the, the race of, the ancient race of Turk, uh, turkeys, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that whole part yeah. when I met him really reminded me of Krull. I don't know if you guys remember Krull. Oh, yeah. Where they're like going through the swamp or whatever. That, that is an odd movie. It love really it. is. I love it too, but it, it, it is an odd movie. A worthy film, but <laughs> 
uh, we should eventually uh, tap into. For sure. <laughs> but uh, uh, now, as far as the character of uh, Turkey in this, do y'all feel like he held, he holds up in this movie as opposed to the other one? Mm, I think they made it. There's a lot of stuff that's a little bit too on the nose in, in the movie as a whole. Like, and I feel like it was done intentionally to make us cringe to that point where then it comes back around and starts to be funny again. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think so, they had the same problem as Batman versus Superman. I've not seen that yet, actually. I've I abstained from fucking... <laughs> They're almost the same film. I mean, you can tell in the budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, he does. He does and he doesn't. Like that. Like I said at the beginning and I think prior to this, I'm in a weird place with this one where I kind of love it, but then kind of fucking hate parts of it. So... I think he holds up. I like that they gave him legs. I liked his censored cock at that one part where he landed when he dropped the, his little <laughs> son off of the, the pigeon taxi or whatever. Um, I, I think my uh, I think uh, one of the weirdest parts to me is when the two skeleton turkeys were, uh, had put him back to get, uh, together and they were like, uh, Sir, uh, we misplaced your penis. Your... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that they just made his humor a little bit too on the nose, and you can say that about a lot of the jokes in the movie. It's like it could have been a full 30 minutes shorter and like a bunch of those unnecessary things taken out of it, but I think yeah. overall he does. It's still fun. You get some of the same type of fun, and he has a couple of good one-liners, but where like in the first movie, the turkey was one of the funniest parts, I think in this one... Oh, yeah, Turkey's one-liners are great. They are, but in this one, I think a couple of the humans stole the show as far as, like, funny bits for my taste, and that would definitely be Dougie and, and Jefferson. Like, the Powderwig brothers, those guys. Oh. Are really Why don't we talk about them, then? Uh, they're obviously the ones who are trying to drive the story, uh, so <laughs> to speak. Um what are y'all's thoughts are on the brothers, and, and, and of course the, the vicious weapon, the half pike. <laughs> I, I would prefer the term "stuff the story." <laughs> they had a butter knife on a stick. The long pike, baby. That was like <laughs> parts of the movie. <laughs> the new one's a little bit longer. That fucking shit. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a butter knife on a stick. <laughs> Let's show a little respect to the memory of De uh, fucking Jefferson, okay? Uh, 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 yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I think Jefferson was the funnier of the two during his brief span in the movie, but Dougie still was pretty goddamn hilarious as well. I think we need to bring powder wigs back. That would definitely be one of my thoughts in the whole situation. Like, I think those are pretty awesome and a good sign of status. Well, um, I love how Jefferson is the only one in heaven. Yeah. Well, hey, he's welcoming a lot of people back, except for one in particular that he, he, he really freaking hates. <laughs> Yo, me! But uh, what about Grandma and the family? Oh, God. Oh. I just love it so much. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. 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 
she's as uh, she's probably just as bad as the uh, the the smoking hippo in uh, meat. Oh, I had like big vibes of Meet the Feebles for this. Uh, yeah, when I, when I watched this, it, it really did, and I thought it did a lot better than the um, God. What was that movie with Melissa McCarthy? Um, oh, that cop one or what? Or no, what the hell was it? The cop one? It's the one that they had with um, Melissa oh, McCarthy. Yes, that was the one. Which one? And, Happy Time Murders. There you go. I, I knew I because I saw the trailer a bunch of times, you know. But I, I'm sorry, but uh, but that one sc- uh, scene in Happy Time Murders where he's uh, where he's jizzing all over the room. That's that's just fucking hilarious. Well, and I'll always will be. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but until the end and watch her music video, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was vibes of that in Thanksgiving 3, though, for sure. Well, and of course, uh, you gotta you gotta look at that, and of course, the grandma, she wants to be a uh, a rapper. She wants to be. Forks, show respect. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was hitting the streets on the daily. <laughs> but that was her big thing. She wanted to be a rapper at the end of the day. Well, uh, when you get stuck with BET, uh, uh, when you got bills to pay, well, what do you expect? Exactly. If you don't put her in a home. <laughs> I loved how she was using and you live with your, you live with your grandma in her basement or some shit, you know? I mean, kind of... She kind of brought two factors to this uh, for me. She brought both a factor of amusement and disgust at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Gross out. That would be a good way of characterizing the whole, isn't it? <laughs> I love that part with her and Jefferson where he's like, Mom, do you think that's what I want to hear about? So you take in what it, I forget what the name was, but she's oh, like, yeah. D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo. And he's like, Can you stop doing that D'Angelo thing? The fuck, that whole interaction. Jefferson is the star of the movie, I think. His parts are so fucking funny, and it's probably the only time in the movie where they don't drag some shit out to the point where it's, again, like, not funny to most people, and then it kind of comes back around to being funny again. (laughs) The Jefferson stuff is just pure, distilled. Like, those guys are above the grade of this movie, for sure. Him and that (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'd like to see something more humorous with just them doing, like, something else, just because I liked those characters so much. Uh, of course, the one we're really avoiding is Yomi. Oh, God. <laughs> but you can't really avoid her because she's technically the main character of this uh, series. Mm-hmm. As much as I would like to, uh, you know... Should have left that bitch in the trash can where he found her. <laughs> she just sucks so much out of the movie, dude. She was annoying sometimes. Well, and the thing that offends me the most about it is they could have fucking done it without that character. Like, they could have just done it without that part of the movie. They could have still, again, when I said it could be like a whole 30 minutes shorter. Yeah, baby, I'm your mind. I'm funny, you know? 
But again, I think that helps it get to the point where it's annoying and then it becomes funny again. And then it's annoying and then it becomes funny again. I suppose it's kind of funny that her mind is stuck in the furnace, in the world of the furnace. So. Mm -hmm. You know, another character we didn't mention that could have been a Gwar creature is Franken Turkey or whatever. Oh, yeah. You mean Blarf? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, we've kind of covered this. Uh, there's one like thing that I find interesting when we go back to the plot of the film that I found difficult <laughs> with the movie is that I felt like the pacing of the movie kind of stunk. Uh, I felt like it was fairly slow at, pay, at places, which is probably why I fell asleep both times. I mean, all the times I watched it. I think and, I fell uh, asleep when they did that psychedelic trip. When they did that psychedelic spiraling. See, uh, as much <laughs> as I loved that shit, there should have been just that first psychedelic scene, and then and the, not like, the I think they one. did like a second one, yeah, and that, yeah. that should have been like a music video they made for the special features. Or something. <laughs> didn't really need yeah. That yeah, like that. yeah, they didn't need the second spirals, uh, spiral trance thing. Well, it's as they say, the spiraling shape will make you go insane. I think <laughs> this really suffers from anything. It was like those years in between where they wanted to make it, but then had to crowd crowdfund it or whatever. And then when they made it, they like tried to put as much shit in it as possible, you know, which is and then, bad, you know. And then, of course, they watched a rerun of Jason and the Argonauts and stuck the uh, damn dead turkeys in it, so... <sighs> Well, you know, I mean, that aside, it's like, it, it, what it really suffers from is just being too long and having too much shit in there and having maybe a few too many jokes that were unnecessary to the point of being, like, unfunny or cringy a little bit. <laughs> the first one kind of had it balanced a little better, where it was, like, crappy acting and then the turkey jokes and then, you know. <laughs> I never saw a film I really wanted to love as much as this film, and even to this day, when I, watch it, I was like, I really want to like this. I really want to like it too, but there's things that make it unfunny, and it just takes too many trips outside of Turkey Land. <laughs> I'll go as far as to say that I love 60% of this movie. You know, but there's a good 40% of it that didn't even need to fucking exist, you know? On paper, on paper, it was actually, uh, I did not think it was a bad film on paper. Well, and in um, execution, some of it's pretty damn good. It has its moments of, like, brilliance and, and funny shit, like, legitimately laugh out loud in your basement, your cat's looking at you like you're a fucking idiot. Funny moments, you know, but <laughs> yeah, it just has it. They drive, you know, they drive it a little too much home with a lot of it, and they just make so many cheesy jokes that it gets to the point where it's you're kind of cringing at it. Like I said, I maybe it's just me, and maybe it's something that if we all watched it a bunch of times, which why would we have cause to do that? You would, <laughs> you, you <laughs> might like start to appreciate it's that. Like shit a little more. Had, I can't decide if it's genius. Like I can't decide if the annoying element of it is kind of genius, 
and a way of them trolling us as fans because that's but I or if it was just them trying too hard, you know what I mean? I think uh, they were trying too hard because because there was there were too many ideas that seemed to be like, oh, let's go this way. Let's let's do uh, do it this way. Let's uh, let's put this joke here. You know, it's. It, 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 there was no consistency of the film. It, right. it, it there's, some, there's almost a feeling, like a, a brief lingering whisper of intent in that to me, where it's like, I think they were trying to annoy us, and I think that this was the part of making the movie that maybe they thought was super fucking funny, was making this stuff as terrible as possible. You know? <laughs> Which, when you look back at Thanksgiving 1, almost seems like their intent, you know? Well, their intent definitely was to make a bad film when they did that first one. Uh, but before we move on to special effects, because we're talking about intent, so that might not be a bad thing to move on to, but was there any more that uh, any of y'all wanted to talk about when it comes to the plot of the characters? R.I.P. Jefferson. So let's talk, I guess, about the special effects. Uh, I mean, if you were going to compare this one to the uh, first one, when it comes to special effects-wise, uh, I, I must say the uh, special effects on this one uh, kind of knock it out of the park in some aspects. For sure. It's, uh, they do a lot of puppetry in this one, and as I said, I actually thought the puppetry, and I managed to get to watch Happy Time Murders once by accident, and unfortunately, since I own it on, on DVD, I'll probably be watching it again. Uh, but I actually thought it was better uh, than Happy Time Murders quality-wise puppetry. Uh. Um, I haven't seen, so I can't compare, but it had a special quality to it, for sure. And I like how they didn't even try to, like, hide the bars or the wires or anything like that. For a lot of stuff because that just gives it such a, like, we don't give a fuck, low-budget charm. I gotta say, since this I gotta watch that. I, I gotta say that since this was an Indiegogo campaigned film, Kickstarter, motherfucker. It wasn't Kickstarter. It wasn't Kickstarter. <laughs> I, remember, I, I remember the campaign. I just wasn't part of it. Um, but uh, uh, since it was Indiegogo'd, you got to th think that, uh, that people were paying them to make a bad movie. <laughs> and they packed in as much as they could, you know? Like... <laughs> They delivered for sure on that fucking part oh, yeah. of the recipe, and I think but if they're guilty of anything, and it is them trying too hard, it was because of like gratitude to the people that fucking. But did they make it so bad that it's unwatchable? I don't know if it is though. Like I said, like sixty percent of it is kind of great, and then it's there's not unwatchable. <laughs> there's just huge sections of stuff that it, is lame. It, it you, know? you fall asleep, can't it? But, I mean, maybe I had just enough weed in me or something, but I feel like it was fucking done intentionally to, like, annoy <laughs> us, you know? And then it kind of comes back around to being funny again. You know, well, like, you, you never been on a car ride with a friend that keeps, like, making some stupid inside joke, and it well, goes from being hilarious to, like, fuck, that's annoying me, and then it becomes hilarious again because it's annoying you? 
Now, I'll admit I didn't uh, bother doing this because, frankly, I, I can't today. I just can't. And I would have fallen asleep and probably still be passed out if it if if if, if, if uh, pain hadn't got me first. But I did like that the movie gave me a, uh, an option to watch it as a drinking game. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. I did that once, but I didn't make it through. <laughs> you need to try it, I think. But how did, how did that work? Did it just prompt you every time you were supposed to do it? Or? I don't remember. I remember getting very, very drunk. <laughs> to the point where I didn't remember anything. And uh, that doesn't help, I guess. Uh, as far as I think I need that. to see a fucking very, very drunk, blacked out Septimson. I actually have to say that Ronda Worm is probably my fa uh, my uh, one of my favorite characters. You just love the porn stash. On <laughs> <laughs> the comb over, it's there's just it's there's so much artistry put into that character. It's kind of staggering, really. Well, and when he grows right back, <laughs> he or she? Did you just assume that Worm's gender? Uh, <laughs> Mm. Uh, I think that was his child, okay? <laughs> True. Uh, well, okay, uh, we haven't heard from Jake his favorite characters, though, I don't think. Do, do you have any? A favorite? <laughs> so much. I don't know. I, probably <laughs> probably the, 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 the way... The, 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 what are you calling them? The Wig Brothers? Is that? <laughs> yeah, the Powder Wig Bros. Probably, yeah. It, it's really. I was thinking I thought she was going to say yummy. <laughs> well, I probably didn't hate her as much as everyone else did, but yeah, it, it, not my favorite. Yeah. I gotta say, this name is kind of catchy Rim Job Rick. <laughs> that's like a good name that you'd want to use as like a stage name if you were in like a dirty ass gore grind band or something <laughs> job Rick I don't know I, I can't help but think that sounds like an episode of Rick and Morty that, that probably didn't air oh, yeah. <laughs> well it is a character in here so <laughs> put a pin in that if we ever start a band dude you, you have dibs on rim job Rick <laughs> so, uh, you, you know, you, you always gotta have like a, a backing name, though. You could do some. Oh God! <laughs> oh, I need to hear it. That's so bad. Oh, is this a, a rim job? Can the reach on? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude, that's such a fucking awesome band name. <laughs> Holy shit. For that the listeners can matter, take that to the bank right there. For I mean, that feel free matter, to read out first. For that matter. Uh, for that matter. You know, for kids. <laughs> yes, for kids. Are any of you doing, uh, guys doing anything Monday next Monday night? Well, from the sounds of it, we're going to be opening for Yo Gabba Gabba as Rimjaw Brick and the Reach Arounds here soon. <laughs> <laughs> Our usual filming. <laughs> yeah. Well, only if you guys are up for it. Um, I can send you guys Flesh Gordon and Flesh Gordon 2. Oh, God. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> I'm going to fight. 
I still haven't watched uh, Dick Shark yet. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping someone in here would bring up Dick Shark eventually because it's so weird like recommending it. I still have to get a copy of Dick Nato. Oh, Dick, Dick Shark's three hours long, though. That just bothers me some, at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to say it's close to that. If it's not three hours, it is very close to three hours. Long. Which one? The Dick Shark. Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's the first one. The second one is, is Dick Nato. And actually, it's called something different now. But if you actually... Talk to the director. He actually has a copy that has Dick Nato on it. Are you guys aware of Will Wheaton's Cape of Dicks? Yes, Will Wheaton, Wesley Crusher from Star Trek. Oh, God. <laughs> Used to go and watch that guy all the time at Comic-Con, and a fan once gifted him a Cape of Dicks, so he used to go around displaying it. Well, we should. You know? And I well, always wanted to see a crown of dicks, but I don't believe it ever happened. Like a Burger King crown, but with dicks, you know? Well, we certainly don't have to worry about Kappa on this episode. <laughs> so, well, no, no, the, the movie is full of puppets, so it's obvious. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's, it's obviously for kids, <laughs> this discussion. We're using a lot of kid-friendly, simplified language. It's all in the yeah, vernacular. Check out that fucking Pluckmaster commercial they show at the beginning of the movie. Of course it's for kids, you know. Well, well, kids in the movie. Did you marry your wife for fucking and not for her food? Or what does he say? Like, not for her fucking ability to cook? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, the, uh, what was... Uh, I was going to say, back to the special, I mean, to the special effects... I actually like the puppetry in this and several of the mix and matching of special effects that they went through. I was uh, fairly impressed for what this is. I mean, they utilized their funding quite well when it came to the special effects. I was uh, actually... I mean, they had animation scenes uh, that were not as bad as the uh, freaking animation scenes in... Um, and the original thanks killing technically they, yes but they didn't have the same charm those animation scenes in this one well i didn't say it was necessarily char as charming but i do feel like they did do a lot of improvement yeah, on the technically effects. it was definitely executed better <sighs> i feel like they i mean it's like it's like they say i feel like they watched out meet the feebles and they really wanted to emulate that effect <laughs> I mean, it's to a point, you know? I mean, uh, but like anything in this movie, I think it was done in a way that gives you too much of something that might be kind of a good thing for a second, but then it gets annoying, you know? Yeah, true. Uh, and of course, then we, we have also touched a little bit on the music as well. Uh, probably one of the best parts of this. You know <laughs> well, uh, Jake, what did you think of the the musical sections? I don't know if you call them musical. They're yeah. like acid trip music videos. Well, I was thinking primarily of the main theme, which I know is recycled from the first movie, and I like the theme. I think it's oh, really good. It. Um, some of the other musical, quote unquote, musical parts, like that song that Rhonda tries to sing at the end, that was. Interesting and weird. Uh, some of that is 
interesting and weird. <laughs> yes. But so the actual music, for the most part, is pretty good. Yeah, yeah it, it really is, you know. I would go as far to as to say that that theme for the original movie that they, you know, I guess recycled in this or whatever, is good enough that if you really took just that original version of it and punched it up with, like, you know, some bass and snare beats and stuff, you could do, like, an awesome rap over that, so... Any guys that are technically inclined want to send me an instrumental on that shit, I'll do it up. <laughs> uh, you know, the music being included is something I mentioned at the beginning because it is, like, definitely a highlight of both movies, I would say, is the soundtrack and the, and the, the music that they include in it. Um, there's actually a little, like, notepad over here with some notes. I, like, I need to look up General Bastard and a couple of other people that did music for both these movies, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was fun. I actually thought the music was a, uh, was a plus on that. Uh, and, and that granny rap at the end. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that, like, that just needed to happen on stage with Guar, dude. Am I right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it may be the best granny rap since, uh, what was it, The Wedding Singer? Or whatever? No. It's just too adorable, that part in Wedding Singer. <laughs> On cute points alone, it destroys this one, but this one was pretty great. Yeah, I'd have to say. <laughs> but still, not a. Again, I don't think that the movie is that terrible overall. But I feel like it's mediocre when you compare it to the original source material. Which many might disagree, considering that last time uh, we did this discussion, uh, very few people really liked this film. <laughs> that was <laughs> around in those days. <laughs> but uh, I still felt like it was worthwhile, uh, especially bringing up the sequel, because, well, I mean... It's it's just worth getting the whole series covered. So, do y'all think that there's going to be a uh, a a thanks killing uh, for? I think that there not only needs to be well, okay. I think what they should do, just to make it as stupid as possible, is <laughs> do thanks thanks killing two next. You know. Like, resurrected, you know, they, some Indian chieftain necromanced this from the fucking vault right here. And they thought, and maybe yeah, they found... Long lost Thanksgiving too, just to release maybe, it out of order and make maybe, it as dumb as possible. And then maybe, maybe, uh, uh, somehow they unearth four, and that'll be like the second half. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, just keep doing it out of order. I'm down for that all day. Uh, uh, yeah, so I think that I think that they'll cash in on it eventually. It's it's too hard not to do because this definitely has like a bit of a cult following, and it wouldn't be that hard to do another one that people would kickstart or Indiegogo or whatever the fuck. Yeah, at least, the at least the first one had had a cult uh, or has a cult following. I mean, it, it it definitely got a cool two DVD box set. Thing, so. well, we're four dudes right here discussing the second one right now. I know, right? 
stands to reason there's other people out there that have made this mistake or whatever you want to call it. And, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, so it's definitely a movie worth having some fun with. And I think a, a, a third one or a fourth one uh, would be amazing. You know, uh, hopefully it happens. But Tim says he liked it. <laughs> oh, well, see, there you go. <laughs> it's uh, I was almost sad that we didn't get Tim on this one because I uh, I feel like uh, it's good to have somebody that actually uh, did like the film uh, on board. <laughs> I guess a good question here would be: Would you? What would you guys say if you were recommending this to someone? Like, are you recommending Thanksgiving as a whole? You know. I guess I'd recommend Thanksgiving as a whole just to see it um, in in its fun hilarity. Uh, I mean, there there are some interesting points that this film gives uh, gives up. I won't say it's a good film. I won't say it's a bad film. Is it watchable? Yes. Is it entertaining to a certain point? I guess, but. Uh, would I watch it again? Probably not. I'd probably watch the first one over and over uh, more than I'd uh, watch the second one. But uh, but if you want to watch it in its entirety, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. What would you, what would you say? Were you to recommend this to anybody or give them any cautionary notes or anything? Uh, I would definitely recommend to proceed with caution. Um, but do I think that it uh, uh, do I think that I, I would be like mainly if you like stuff that is uh, with puppets and has a slight disgusting factor uh, this might be the film for you uh, and it has no distinctive plot points entirely oh, it has some distinctive plot yeah, that plot was <laughs> down hard ah, ah, like some Lord of the Rings shit right there ah. No, that was more uh, like. Yeah, uh, she, she lost her mind. So therefore, uh, you had to go find it. If you lose your mind, you gotta go find that shit. <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, I guess when you lose your mind, you really lose your mind. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like finding a needle in the haystack. It's just not there. It's like so, except with a mind. <laughs> would you say that like you necessarily need to watch this one or should watch this one if you've enjoyed the first one? Or what, you, what are your thoughts on that, Brandon? Well, I, I think that it has to satisfy a curiosity point of view. I mean, you think about it in that way, there is that it's always going to be like curiosity if you do not watch the third one. Is there's a there's another one. Why why didn't I watch this one? Not everyone uh, has a curiosity factor, by the way. Well, if they they don't, then they're not. <laughs> I mean, not I, I have that curiosity, which is why I watched the uh, or tried to watch it the first time. <laughs> I think I was just overtired by the time I did watch it. Telling you guys, it's the tryptophan in the turkey. They talk about it every year right around Thanksgiving. Don't people get DUIs and shit because they ate too much turkey and they're like falling asleep? 
I just don't want to eat my Thanksgiving and then go on a ride uh, a ride at Thanksgiving Land, man. Uh, I'm gonna fucking fly down that <laughs> boat and splash into the Gravy River I wanna, my nacho chips, chips in the yeah. sauce just to piss off Jefferson. <laughs> you just want to go on that cranberry. As long as he doesn't long pike my hands off, I think we'll be good. <laughs> Oh, I would, I would go on that ride. Uh, I would go on Thanksgiving land just because, you know. You have to experience it at least once. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> the only majestic sight. Seeing the whole herd of the grandmas and their mobility scooters coming mm-hmm. in the middle just at dawn to get those early bird tickets, and then you see the drunk people wandering around noon. Everyone's having a good time riding in Gravy River, and then you know, roundabouts four or five o'clock, right before the football game, they want to watch starts. They start falling asleep on a couch or a, or a bench or under a tree in the park. I think it sounds like a brilliant, almost heartwarming scene of fucking depravity on Thanksgiving. I think it would be amazing. Thanksgiving. It's a bunch of rapping grandmas, but that matter. <laughs> Oh yeah, smelling yeah. that pussy. Yeah, spitting them rhymes along with their dentures. I don't know. What about you, Jake? If you were to like, if someone asked you about these and you had to recommend it or whatever to someone, what would be your your in a nutshell summary of how you would do that? I wonder what they were offering would make me have to recommend them, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're your hated enemy and you need to do something to offend them. <laughs> the first one, I give a mild recommendation for fans of low-budget horror, and especially horror comedy, and especially gross-out humor. Uh, it's definitely a film that should be seen for people that like that kind of stuff. And again, there were moments that I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> And I was all too happy to help Brandon subject this group to uh, that movie. But <laughs> the, the second one, or third one, I guess. <sighs> Which is why, why we're doing this with only a few select people. <laughs> I, mean, I would yeah. say with this one, I, I guess I would say if you liked the first one and you don't mind setting the bar a little lower than you would have otherwise, you should enjoy it. Because <laughs> um, like I said, I found it watchable, and it did make me smile occasionally. A couple parts even probably got a chuckle out of me. Would, would, it, would it be considered a good movie to you? <laughs> No, but it's no. You, there are worse ways to waste your time. Uh, I got more out of this one than Paul Bart Mall Cop Two. Fuck yes, that's all. The, that's all the vote of confidence we need. Right? <laughs> Get out there and check it's it out. It's not Paul Bart Mall Cup Two. There you go. <laughs> that's, that needs to be the quote on the fucking thumbnail for this video. Yeah, I need to do like a little blurb down, blurb down there, and Cody Buki Jake underneath. Not another teen movie again. Uh, I don't know. If I recommended this to someone, I think I would say that it's, you know, if you want to watch something stupid, 
that's also good for some laughs, but, you know, double feature those bitches, like, do you need to watch the second one? No, but if you've watched the first one and you've spent that much of your time doing stupid stuff like that, you might as well just watch the second one. I've not seen those Paul Blart movies, oh, okay. I've seen the fucking pictures of him on a Segway. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's definitely on the face of it for people that want a stupid movie, you know? Yeah. I, I detest the term good movie when it comes to movies like this because it's it's just it is a movie you know it, it's it, you can't apply a term like good to stuff like this because then it starts people fucking thinking that you have to rate it against like other actual movies you know and is, is it necessarily a bad movie this is I wouldn't even call this uh, I I don't even like the term movie apply this is a fucking <laughs> This is a holiday extravaganza right here, boys. It's produced out of a lot of, I think, like weed consumption and the ability to crowdfund ridiculousness, you know? I, I love it for those reasons, but you got to go into it expecting what you're getting from it. And I think Thanksgiving is one of those movies where you look at the cover and you immediately know. I mean, I think it says morning tits within the first second, and that's one of my favorite traditions. Yeah. I picked it up in this one. Yeah. <laughs> right out of the gate, we get a lopsided ass fucking astronaut chick with her titties hanging out. You know. By the way, that was Wanda Lust, who was also in the first one. So, what happened to her right tit in the years following the first one? Because they were balanced and nice in the first one, and they were like super unbalanced and kind of was like, I like this, but I don't. You know. Super, super, super clear-hearted and hasted. I need to know the story of that tit. I think she had a kid and breastfed too much on one side or something. I don't know, but it's the type of things these movies will make I you wonder. You know? Yeah, I swear that seagull was borrowed from Birdemic. Uh, Bird I swear. For sure. <laughs> We've talked about a lot of other things, but uh, how would you uh, take this film and make it into a masterpiece? Like a full-on masterpiece film. I'd say slice out about 30 to 40 minutes of it, you know? Uh, <laughs> it, it could easily be 30 minutes shorter and have some of those jokes that don't hit home kind of cut out. And if they tightened it up a little bit like that, I think it would be just as good as the first one. See, that's yeah. the thing. I don't think they edited it. Uh, I think they just left all the uh, all the things that they wanted in. And this is our cut, boys. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it, it didn't even go into the editing room. It just, I just brought it together, and it'd be like, okay, the guys, this is a film. That's a wrap. Right. I, I'd revert back to my original statement, which is that I love like sixty percent of it, and a good forty percent of it is kind of like, oh god, you know. <laughs> you kind of feel like when they wrapped principal photography, they had an enormous kegger. And they were all so completely passed out afterwards that they, uh, like, fuck a, a week later, they were all like, hey, did anyone ever edit this? Uh, I'm sure nah. somebody did. <laughs> and that's part of the charm of the shit, too, for sure. No, they all went in with a big uh, big bag of weed, weed and uh, uh, they stoned their way through. And, uh, and then at the end, they were like, hey, man, uh... We we have our disc. We have our movie. Let's let's take it yeah. to the public. 
And especially with crowdfunded shit, it, it is kind of cool that they just gave us everything they had, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it could have easily been cut by 30, 40 minutes and been a funnier movie, but they just gave us all of it, you know? And that's, that is kind of cool in itself. <laughs> yeah. uh, any, other, uh, any other thoughts about making the film better? I agree that like, editing it and cutting it would definitely have uh, helped a lot. <laughs> but a few times we'll ever be able to say that like cutting shit out of a horror movie would have made it better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you really call it horror. It's straight up comedy. Who's scared of a fucking turkey? Well, I am actually scared of turkeys. You ever see those motherfuckers at the the county fair when you're in like the poultry bar? Well, they're more vicious than geese. Dude, they fucking don't like you poking your. They don't like people. Those turkeys, and I don't blame them because they know they're gonna get fucking eaten. <laughs> Uh, just put it through the Pluckmaster. I guess that if you've ever taken a trip through the poultry barn at a county fair, you can kind of understand Turkey's motivations in these movies a little bit. Well, let's uh, get ready to wrap uh, things up and uh, talk about our favorite scenes. We talked about King <laughs> that stuck out, but what were your favorite scenes in this film? Jake, I'm passing it off to you. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I think it was a part that you really enjoyed. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm not very sure. Maybe the... I think the scenes of Jefferson talking to everyone uh, from heaven were pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got at least I don't know why exactly I did get some minor amusement out of the seagull scene um, but, uh, there were a few that were it reminded me of the rescuers the seagull scene I did, I did like that commercial for the turkey oven uh, we, we briefly alluded to that I did enjoy that commercial <laughs> yeah. And the news part, you're watching news with a Z. I did kind of like the news report about how uh, they were going to bury Thanksgiving too, because it's like <laughs> don't get that kind of trash on them from the media typically. They get buried and forgotten. Actually, that whole fucking part kind of plays off of, I think, maybe the whole E.T. Atari cart controversy. I'm sure mm-hmm. Brandon mm-hmm. probably knows at least Oh, yeah. Time. And that actually counts as kind of a third musical, or, or I hate calling them, a music video segment in the thing. Because that whole intro segment with those guys burnt, like, dumping the dump truck and the gas masks and shit, like, that kind of almost sets you up to fall asleep now that I think mm-hmm. about it. All right. Well, um, did we did we get everybody's favorite? I mean, not my own, but well, I kind of sort of talked about a few of them throughout. Like, I, I, I get a kick out of when the Pluckmaster kind of plucks turkey and uh, mm-hmm. him out the window. Um, and uh, uh, like I said, I like I like the part where. Uh, where 
which is a little bit after this, where, where the skeleton turkeys, uh, which goes back to my reference about Jason and the Argonauts, because um, he kind of calls his dead turkey. So, in a sense, it kind of turns into kind of like a Night of the Turkey Dead kind of a... Oh, where they're like plucking that guy apart. Yeah, and they're putting him back together and they forget his... Uh, they misplace his penis. So... <laughs> um, I, I, I guess I get a kick out of the uh, the uh, the one scene where Jefferson uh, 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 says, "Oh, you, fuck you," you know. Uh, if I had to pick a favorite scene, it's going to be the light switch scene with Jefferson because that just made me laugh. <laughs> for I, don't some know, I don't know why, but every time. Every time I saw the bits and pieces of heaven, I kept going back and thinking of South Park, where uh, the first episode, uh, so, uh, um, was, was it Kyle or, or Cart, uh, not Cartman, uh, Kenny, Kenny died, went to he heaven, saw those virgins, you know, <laughs> and, and he, <laughs> he, <laughs> for some reason, that heaven kind of reminds me of this heaven. You know, in a sense, just, just barely. Um, but um, yeah, there, uh, there are some little scenes through, uh, uh, throughout. I mean, uh, I can't really pick w just one. Well, you can't. You just can't pick just one. For me, I, I don't know what it is about it, but that beginning. I'm not saying that this is a a very good movie either. The beginning is great. <laughs> the, 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 the whole thanks killing two scene to me is just uh, is perfect well and the whole sitcom shit afterwards too is, is pretty great Like, did you see who it was directed by Cranberry Man but <laughs> 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 oh. yeah I mean overall though it was a uh, fun film I enjoyed it. I think it could. It was flawed, but it could have been worse. Brandon, do you think that this film is underrated? Uh, I, well, it's hard to say it's not underrated because I doubt many people even know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's probably people that have judged it on that first pass, which I could see, like, getting through with that and being like, this was fucking ridiculous, but I think in subsequent watches, if they watch Thanksgiving and then watch this one, they'll, they'll parts of it at least will grow on them more. And so, I'm gonna fall back on the statement I've been making all night, which is, it's like a 60-40 film. 60% of it is, you know, good stuff that makes you love it because of the first one, and then 40% of it is like, ugh. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Alrighty. Alright, well, um, any case, I guess that's it, really. Um, we'll uh, go ahead and uh, talk about our stuff, and then I guess that will be the end. Alrighty. Uh, so, I guess, Jake, uh, you can go first for once. <laughs> I'm doing the uh, typical outdoor here. Is that the? Uh... Yeah, I guess so. I, I haven't done one of these in for long, so long. I can't remember how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, I'm Jake, and I am a movie 
collector fan, what have you, uh, frequently on Simpson Vince Leroy, on YouTube, sorry, I'm tired as hell, so I'm just, <laughs> and also, my own YouTube channel, Code Vicky Jake, as per a video that went up this week, we will see how much longer that will be, but hopefully for a while yet, and, um, Yep, and that's all I got for right now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Mo, go ahead. Uh, my name's Mosley. I'm just a dude who reviews, like, old movies and video games. If you want to check me out, hit up Rebel Gaming Club or come to my channel, which is Drunken Master Studios. And obviously, you know, I'm trying to do better in these things. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed this so far. Uh, definitely check out Septim Sinbris of the World for all your up-to-date goddamn, like, you know, physical media releases. And David Strahey over there at the Grandeur for all his numerous movie reviews that he does on stuff that doesn't get enough attention. Uh, I'm mostly just here because these guys like other channels that I'm on, and it's like, you know, I'm having a lot of fun doing it, so hopefully you guys have enjoyed it so far. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, uh, Alright, so, uh, yeah, this is, uh, oh, I'm Septim Sen, Septim Sen versus the world. I, uh, run the site dedicated to physical media, and they love the physical media, uh, for YouTube, for as long as it may last. And uh, so long as Copa doesn't kill us off, we hope to still remain relevant in the future. And uh, hand it back to you, Dave. Alrighty, and uh, uh, I'm David Stray. I run uh, Inside Movies Galore, but I run it with all of you guys. So th uh, thank you for coming along with this film journey. Uh, th uh, those who have come and gone, and those who are uh, are. Uh, are st uh, uh, still w uh, with us and uh, ready to be terminated in the next half hour. <laughs> um, join us as we hook up Skyline and uh, send you back from the future to uh, listen to us while we go on about a classic film called The Terminator, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, in, in about a good half hour. And uh, uh, I also run my own movie review page uh, called uh, Delusions of Grandeur, which, I, uh, though I haven't exactly put anything out, I do plan on putting something out soon and finishing up my American Horror Project uh, uh, films. I was asked to uh, uh, do a couple of reviews, and uh, those will be coming out uh, soon, too. I believe one called The Riverbed and Death, uh, Death Toilet 2. So stay hmm. tuned for those. Um, uh, and uh, I guess uh, um, like, share, and subscribe, and uh, thanks for listening, all. Um, everyone say good evening. Good evening. I will say, and you have played yourself, sir. And have got a lot of good movie reviews over there. <laughs> and Septim Sin vs. the World does a lot of good Criterion videos. They do anime lists. You know, David's over there doing <laughs> his low budget shit. So definitely. <laughs> 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 And I want to give a 
and I want to uh, give a quick shout out for Drunken Master Studios because he, he, he downplays himself a lot to, uh, to, uh, too with his movie uh, movie uh, segue uh, reviews. So he's got a he's got a style amongst his own and is a monster among reviewers. So check his shit out. In any case, um, stay tuned. We'll have some more cool discussions for you yet tonight. So stick around. We'll be back. Hasta uh, la vista, baby. <laughs> Alright. Picture of Kellaway's wife. What? Uh oh. Margaret! You son of a bitch! Jeez, I figured you had a sense of humor. After all. You married her! Ah! That's gotta hurt. Nice job, Kermit. Thank you. 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 <laughs>